adventurous, audacious, daring, dashing, emboldened, enterprising, free-swinging, gusty, hardy, nerved, nervy, venturesome, venturous. These are all synonyms for the word bold. Let's be bold in planning, not in ourselves, but with God, so we can do more of what we love with the people we love the most, including our Heavenly Father. I call it enjoyable productivity. So get ready, because today I am going to give you three bold planning tips for 2021. Let's get started. Welcome to the Be Encouraged Today podcast. Hi, my name is Amber Davis, a former workaholic who discovered enjoyable productivity so that I could begin to fulfill the plans that God has for me. And I truly want you to fulfill God's plans in your life too. Each Thursday, I will share productivity tips to fulfill God's plans for your life. Myself, along with some guests, will also share real life experiences so that you can be inspired, be productive, be fulfilled, be encouraged today. Before we get started today, it is time for a Be Encouraged Today shout out. This shout out comes from our Apple podcast reviews and rates. And this this shout out is from MET. MET, thank you so much for sending a rating and review on Apple Podcasts for Be Encouraged Today. Her review is titled Relevance at Every Turn. And this is what she says. Be Encouraged Today podcast with Amber Davis is that sweet as pie kick in the butt I need to live this one precious life to the fullest every day. I find myself so cool, calm, and collected and ready for whatever comes next with each episode. Thank you so much, Emmy, for your very descriptive and very encouraging words. I hope that you're encouraged today, and I want to pray over you today. Thank you so much. In Jesus' mighty name, I come to you, and I thank you for Emmy T. I thank you, Lord, that she is encouraged, that she discovers the plans that you have for her so that she can fulfill them that she hears your voice, that she increases in learning, and that she is a woman of understanding. I thank you, and I pray blessings over MET, that she is blessed back, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, for her reaching out and encouraging me and the listeners today in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, MET, for putting a rate and review on Apple Podcasts for the Be Encouraged Today podcast. I would love to hear from all of you out there. If you are a listener on Apple Podcasts, it's a great place to rate and review. And at the bottom of the show notes in this episode, you can see how you can do that. All right, let's jump into this episode. Today, I'm going to share three bold planning tips for 2021, which can be applied to any year going forward. Now, this comes from my emails that I sent out to my subscribers. I pray about what themes to do each month, and this month that we're currently in is Be Bold in Planning. And as I was preparing for for a podcast for this month, I wanted to share this idea with you as well. I wanted to share this thought process of be bold in planning. We need to be bold in the plans that God has for us. We need to be bold in our weekly plans and how we plan out our weeks with our calendars, our to-do list, and our thank you list, how we sync up everything so that we can fulfill the plans that God has for us. But in order to fulfill the plans that God has for us, we need to be bold in our planning. So here are three tips for 2021, and you can apply this in any year that you may be listening to this podcast. Number one, be bold without bowling over 
others. So I take this from 2 Corinthians 10, 1, 6, and I want to read this scripture to you. This is coming from Paul, and Paul is writing to the Corinthians. Now I, Paul, myself, am pleading with you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in presence am lowly among you, but being absent am bold towards you. But I beg you that when I am present, I am not bold with that confidence by which I intend to be bold against some who think of us as if we walked according to the flesh. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. And this verse goes on to say about the weapons of warfare are not in flesh, but of the spirit. But I want to center up on what Paul is talking about when it comes to boldness. He uses the term bold toward you. How can we be bold toward others, bold towards the plans that God has for us without just bowling over people. You know, you have been there, or I know I have been there, where you've got this plan, and you are going to do this plan no matter what, and you're excited, and that perseverance and that determination is a strength. But it can be a ditch when you start bowling over people with the plans that God has for you. So how do you balance the being bold in the plans that God has for you without just bowling over all the people that are a part of those plans? I love what Paul says at the beginning of this verse. So let's go back to the beginning of the verse of 2 Corinthians 10, 1. Now I, Paul, myself am pleading with you. Here we go. By the meekness and gentleness of Christ. I love this because here is the balance that God is giving us. Be bold, but by the meekness and gentleness of Christ. Now, I love definitions. I love words, and I love to break words down. That's what I did at the beginning of this podcast with the word bold. But if you look up the word meek or meekness and gentle and gentleness, you'll have as follows. Meek and meekness means mild of temper not easily provoked or irritated, appropriately humble. Oh, I love that. Appropriately humble, opposed to pride. That's so powerful. So you've got to be mild of temper, not easily provoked or irritated. How many have ever been easily provoked or irritated? I know I have, but with God, we can do all things, right? Appropriately humble, That is so powerful because you want to be humble, but you're not just talking about how worthless you are or how not good you are at something. If you're good at something, you can be bold in it, but you're humble in spirit. You know that you're teachable. I always tell my kids, my husband and I always tell our kids, we've got to be teachable. And I love that because that is a great word for meekness and the word meek. Be teachable, be humble, be appropriately humble, opposed to pride, be willing to learn from others. I love it. The word gentle and gentleness actually comes from free from harshness, mildness of manners. I love the word mildness of manners. What a great alliteration there. Mildness of manners, that we have a mildness about us. We have this way about us that is humble. Now, why is this important? Because when you when you be bold without bowling over others, you can only do this really in the strength of God so that you can be bold in the plans that he has for you. And at the same time, you wrap it in meekness and gentleness. So you ask God, God, how can I be meek and how can I be gentle? How can I be bold at the same time? And God's going to infuse those three 
terms, those three words, he is he can only do it the way that he does it. He does it so beautifully to infuse boldness, meekness, and gentleness together. It seems like it's impossible, but God can do it, and he can do it in you, and he can do it through you when you humble yourself to be teachable to him, and you seek him and ask him for help in this area. I know that I've got to do that, but one great way to do that is to pray over yourself that by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, I can be bold in the plans that God has for me. So that's a great prayer that you can pray as you go about your the plans that God has for you, as you go about your work day, as you go about your ministry day, your organization, your school, your home life, by the meekness of gentleness in Christ. I can be bold in the plans that God has for me. So that's a great reminder to us not to bowl over others by washing ourselves with this word of God, by being meek and gentle, mild of temper, not easily provoked, appropriately humble, free from harshness and mildness of manners, while at the same time being bold so that you can fulfill the plans that God has for you. All right, number two of the three bold planning tips that I have for 2021 is be bold to listen more than you speak. Oh, I need to hear this. I am a speaker. I'm a speaker in business. I'm a speaker when I teach. I just like to talk. This is something that I do, something that I do well, but it can become a ditch because if you speak more than you listen, that it can easily become a ditch where you're not teachable, like I talked about before, and you're not hearing what you need to in order to be able to move the plans that God has forward. So this really begins in our prayer time. So this is what I think about when I think about be bold to listen more than you speak. In your prayer time, are you talking more than you're listening? And my hand is up first. I have been in this situation before. I really try during my prayer time to be still and know that I am with God. And I ask questions of God and I sit in silence, in quietness, and listen. And for me, what helps with that is I have my computer and my journal, and I type in my journal as God is putting things on my heart, or typing in my journal thoughts, like as I'm praying, it helps my mouth be quiet so that I can listen to what God has to say. So here's a great thought. I want you to be still for a moment right now, and think of someone whom you confided in, someone that you have confided in in your past or maybe in your present and who you really enjoy talking with. Think about that person. You got that person in mind? This person makes you feel like a better person when you're with them. When you are in their presence, they actually make you feel like a better person. I guarantee you that the person that comes to mind, that this person is a great listener. I would, I would guarantee it. The person that you're thinking of that you confide in, that you enjoy talking with, that this person, when you leave their presence, you feel better about who you are and the plans that God has for you, I guarantee you this person is a great listener. What kind of qualities does this person have? Well, first, learners are listeners. This person is a learner. They're a, they are a lifelong learner. They like to learn. They like to be able to hear what other people say. They think of others more highly than themselves. So think about that process is that if you are praying in your prayer time with God and you are doing all the talking, then truly you think more highly of your words than you do of God. Wow. 
I need to hear that because that is so important. It's not that you can't speak to God and you can't come to God and you can't emote and you can't talk to him and you can't have conversation with him. Of course you can. But if you are doing the majority of the talking, then you are not doing the majority of the listening. And God knows way more than you do and way more than I do. So it's important that we listen. I think about my friend Jennifer, who went on to be with Jesus, that when she was on this earth, Jennifer, who is one of my favorite people who ever lived on this planet, she was the epitome of the best listener. This lady was amazing at listening to people. Like when I was in her presence, I always felt better about who I was. I could always talk with her and I knew that she would listen. And oftentimes she wouldn't even give me a solution. She would just listen to me. And as I talked it out with her, I came to determination, that's exactly what I need to do. And I miss her dearly. I love her so very much and her whole family. But when I think of somebody that's a great listener, I think of Jennifer, this calming spirit, this person that is teachable, that is a lifelong learner, this person that is a person that wants to help, wants to gain knowledge, wants to be able to put somebody else before themselves. This is exactly the kind of person that I strive to be with, specifically with God. So how do we do that with God? We generate a plan with God weekly. I call this process Review Preview, and I actually created a whole checklist and guide to be able to help my listeners to be able to apply Review Preview. It's a 30 to 45 minute meeting that you have with yourself at the beginning of your work week, no matter what kind of work you do, ministry, organization, if you're a teacher, if you are the CEO of your home, whatever you do, this helps you to be able to generate a plan with God because that's what we have to do. And I love the word generate. Generate a plan means to bring forth from existence. God already knows the plans that he has for us. Our challenge is that we get in the way when we try to plan in our own self. And what Review Preview does is it teaches you how to be able to plan with God by asking a series of questions and inviting God in with speaking a list of scriptures that will help you listen more clearly to the plans that he has for you. So I'll put a link in the show notes and explain a little bit more about Review Preview later. But it is also important that we daily ask God about our priorities. And I am so excited about something that I have upcoming that's also going to be at the end of this podcast that'll explain about how to do this. But daily ask God, God, what are my priorities today? What is it that I need to focus on today? Yes, you need to take the trash out. Yes, you need to write that proposal for work. Yes, you may need to, you know, clean your house or fix the garage or whatever it is that you may need to do that's on your to-do list, but what are your priorities for each day? When we figure out our priorities from God each day, then we can get to the end of the day and know that we fulfilled the plans that God has for us. And we get to the end of the day creating what I call enjoyable productivity in our life. So be bold to listen more than you speak. Number three, be bold to finish what you start. Oh, I love this. This comes from 2 Corinthians 8, 11 through 12 in the NIV version. This is one of my favorite scriptures ever. I'm going to read this scripture to you. Now finish the work. Oh, I love that phrase. We're going to come back to that. Now finish the work so that your eager willingness to do it may be matched by your completion of it according to your means. For if the willingness is there, 
The gift is acceptable according to what one has, not according to what one does not have. Oh my goodness, I love this verse for so many reasons. One thing about this verse that I love is that it talks about focusing on the gifts that God's given you and not focusing on all the other things that you cannot do. That's where we can get in a trap of fulfilling the plans that God has for us. Well, I can't do this and I can't do that and I can't do this. Well, what can you do? What are you good at? And that's what I love about this scripture is it says you want to focus according to what one has. I love it. Now let's go back to the four words, now finish the work. Now finish the work. These are powerful words. I actually wrote a lot about this in my book, Flight. And I have a flight training course that can take you through the seven abilities that you develop to be able to launch any God-given dream, which is what flight is all about. I have a seven-week course called FTC that you can be able to check that out. You can check out that through emails that I send out periodically. But when you finish what you start, you embolden yourself and you embolden other people. I mean, what greater way to thank somebody for helping you on a project than actually finishing the work? When you finish something and somebody has helped you and they've poured time, sweat, money, tears, energy into that project and you finish it, that is a huge way to thank that person, number one, but also to embolden that person to be able to help you on another project or start a project on their own. When you finish what you start, Christians, you are a great representation of God because based on this verse, that's what it tells us to do. Now finish the work. Most people are great starters. The majority of people on this planet are horrible finishers. And knowing that we've got to, as Christians, we've got to be able to be bold in our planning so we can finish what we start. So we can be a good representation of God and we can encourage others to finish what they start too. What would this world be like if the Christians finish what they start with excellence and they embolden other Christians to do the same? Oh my goodness, we would all be fulfilling the plans that God has for us. And that's really the whole point. So be bold to finish what you start because it truly will help you and it will encourage others to be bold. So let's review. What are my three bold planning tips for 2021? Number one, be bold without bowling over others. Number one, be bold without bowling over others. Number two, be bold to listen more than you speak. And number three, be bold to finish what you start. Stay with me for a free download that will help you apply these three bold planning tips. But first, I want to share with you about an upcoming practical opportunity to help you create what I call enjoyable productivity in your life. Now, what is enjoyable productivity? This is an approach about how to be able to get things done in your life while still enjoying the people and the things that matter most to you. That includes your relationship with God, your family, friends, and other people in your life. That's what enjoyable productivity is all about. So how do you have enjoyable productivity in your life? Well, there's a little approach, a little approach I call make your all small. Now check out episode number 22 and I'll put a link in the show notes because it'll explain where the term make your all small came from and what this approach is all about. Let me share it this way. Have you ever been working from home, schooling from home, living from home? 
Let me ask you some questions here. Does your home and office feel like one big project all at the same time? At the end of the day, do you wish you had more peace and time for more important things in your life, like your relationship with God and your family? How about this? Do you look at your garage, your closets, your cabinets, your files, your email inboxes and think, I want them clutter-free and better organized, but I can't find the time or the energy to tackle them. And I still have time to take care of my family and my kids and my work and spend time with my spouse. Is that you? How about this? At the end of your day, do you ever feel like you have spent more time nagging your family or coworkers about chores and tasks than you have blinked your eyes that day? Is this you? Would you be willing to trade in elaborate charts and spreadsheets for a simple and yes, even fun approach to getting real long-lasting, enjoyable productivity results in your home and office. Getting your home and office organized in a way that helps you free up time so that you can spend more time with what matters the most. Does that describe who you are? Because if it does, then my new Make Your All Small Get Organized four-week mini course is made just for you. I created this four-week mini course with you in mind because I really want to be able to help Christians especially to create enjoyable productivity in their life. I see so many people get bogged down by organization or they see the fact that their house is a mess or their workplace is disorganized and they're just not getting the productivity that they want done at the same time with balancing enjoyable life with their family and their friends. And so here is the solution. Let's not think about our work as too big to complete. When we start looking at areas of our home and our offices in little bites of productivity, then we can get so much accomplished. You are not alone. If you feel like so frustrated because your home or your office is disorganized and you feel like you're nagging people or you feel like that at the end of the day, you're just not accomplishing the things that you want done, there is an easier way. And this four-week Make Your All Small Get Organized mini course can be able to help you. And I'm actually gonna take you through four weeks. We're gonna have a live webinar each week where I go over a new approach that you're going to apply each week. So it's like a challenge for you every single week. So we're going to break down some things week by week so that you can be able to apply it each week, learn a new challenge, learn a new approach. The next week, apply it. We're going to do this for four weeks. It's going to be great. It's going to be like an overhaul of your home and your office and your Christian walk so that you can have enjoyable productivity. I want to be able to take you through the process of this. I am so excited about this four-week Make Your All Small Get Organized mini course that I'm offering to you. I've spent a lot of time putting this together and I'm continually developing it and I'm so excited about it, but this course is only offered at certain times of the year. So be on the lookout for my new Make Your All Small Get Organized four-week mini course right here on the Be Encouraged Today podcast, as well as my email subscribers will know exactly when that course launches so you don't miss it. But until then, start laying out the groundwork for enjoyable productivity each week by downloading my number one productivity tip, guide, and checklist. This is my gift to you. You can go to beencouragedtoday.com. I'm going to put a link in the show notes because this approach, this number one productivity tip has transformed my Christian life for planning and productivity and I want it to be able to help you. So today, 
If you have not already gotten my number one productivity tip checklist and guide, check it out today right here. If you're anything like me, you want to fulfill God's plans that he has for you. And I want to be able to help you with my number one productivity tip. It's called Review Preview. And I created a whole guide around this. I call it the Review Preview Meet With Yourself Guide to Fulfill God's Plans for Your Life. This productivity guide gives you a three-step approach on how to meet with yourself every single week so you can create what I call enjoyable productivity in your life. So go to my website at beencouragedtoday.com. That's beencouragedtoday.com to download my guide, which includes a three-step checklist and an inspirational scripture list. And get ready to be encouraged today. I am so honored to have shared with you today. You are not alone. Please do not forget that. I believe in you and the plans God has for you. Let's learn how to have enjoyable productivity so that we can all be inspired, be productive, be fulfilled, be encouraged today.